This is Brian Paris for Inside Berkeley. In this episode, I'm talking with vocalist Paloma Menendez, a music business major in her seventh semester. She's worked with Berkeley's Institute for Creative Entrepreneurship, or Berkeley ICE, and also managed Berkeley artist Olivia Swan for the Berkeley Popular Music Institute, or BPMI. Musically, her style favors soul and Latin American music, and she gave a number of performances this past summer as part of Berkeley's Summer in the City concert series. Born in Mexico, Paloma has lived in more places than many people hope to visit in a lifetime. It's appropriate, then, that Paloma joins us over the phone from Spain, where she's studying at Berkeley's campus in Valencia for the fall semester. Paloma, welcome to Inside Berkeley. Awesome. Hello. So, first off, you're in Valencia. I know that the semester just started and things are probably still falling into place, but uh, how's it going? Really well. It's nice and warm here. (laughs) It still seems like summer. Uh, so very exciting. Just starting up the second week of classes. Work is starting to pile up, but doing well. Great, great. It's, it seems like it's good weather for work to pile up because you can always escape for a little bit. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. So kind of thinking about location and stuff, when, we, when I first started talking to you about this interview, I asked the basic, you know, hometown question, which usually comes back fairly straightforward, but you had quite the list of places um, from where you're from. And so I'd love to hear just a little bit um, about where you've grown up and and kind of tracking, uh, you know, that that timeline a little bit for us and and why Boston has come to kind of feel like a home for you. Yeah, absolutely. So my entire family is Cuban um, and my mom was touring with a musical group back in the 90s and they stopped in Mexico. She decided to stay. She met my dad there and soon after I was born. Uh, we didn't live in Mexico too long after I was born. We quickly moved to Colombia. Um, and then there's where I kind of did like my pre-K part of life. Hmm. Uh, I had a really thick Colombian accent at that time, which is hilarious because I have no idea where that's gone now. Hmm. And from there, I moved to San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, and there I spent until about second grade. And then from there, I moved to Miami, Florida. And there I stayed up until uh, sophomore year of high school. And then my sophomore year of high school, my family moved to South Carolina, um, where I actually ended up going to uh, an arts boarding school. And then I ended up in Boston. So we moved around so much that I never kind of grew an attachment to a a physical place, per se. Mm. When people usually ask me where I'm from and I'm trying to give a quick response, I'm usually like, I'm Cuban. I feel Cuban because I grew up with that culture. and that's what I've known, but I also identify myself as part Colombian, part Puerto Rican, Mexican. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It, it seems like you've slowly sort of trekked north, too, and kind of continued yes, that and then yes, just yes. jumped right over the ocean to get to Spain, too. Now, yeah. So. so then I got to Boston and started kind of figuring out what it is that I was good at and started performing, started getting into music business. And then finally found my little home, finally got my first apartment. I think that's kind of what did it, what kind of made Boston feel like home. I kind of was like, okay, I'm growing up. It's happening. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, now, now I've been there for four years. So that's kind of like the, aside from Miami, where I, I spent almost about five or six years, um, Boston is the runner up as to my longest stay. Cool. So, so where in the midst of all of that did music, it sounds like, this sounds like it could be partially a family thing too, because your mom 
was yeah. touring around. So at what point did you bond with that and, and decide, hey, this is something I want to I want to go after for a career? Yeah, definitely. I my mom, like I said before, was a musician. She was touring with this group singing. But what she actually went to school for was piano. Um, so all my life, we kind of I went to every rehearsal. It was music was very much so part of my daily life. Um and at the time, it was just, you know, oh, I'm sitting at rehearsal watching my mom play, like, ah, when are we going to go home? But as the years went on, and I kind of found my own thing into it, and I discovered singing, um, it kind of just grew on me, and it was pretty inevitable. You know, my mom was a singer as well, and she had many musicians' friends, so it was really accessible to find lessons and to be surrounded by that community all the time. That's great. So at what point did Berkeley kind of figure into that plan, too, to kind of take this to the next step? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Um, so originally, uh, during the middle of middle school and beginning of high school, I really got into musical theater. Um, and so I had this set plan that I was going to study musical theater. I was going to audition for all these schools. I, you know, did my whole Chicago Unified audition thing. And then I, in the midst of it, I was like, you know, I should really just apply to uh, music school. This is straight up musical. And my mom was like, oh, um, Berkeley, why not? And I was like, oh, you know, let's do it. Why not? It sounds interesting. It could be a really cool experience. It's not necessarily musical theater, but totally open to it. So I ended up auditioning for Boston Conservatory as well. Hmm. Um, and I actually got in um, and I was super thrilled. I was like, that's my plan. That was my goal. Um, but then it ended up being that I got into Berkeley as well. And I received a scholarship at Berkeley. Um, and so my family was like, you know what? You got a scholarship there. I think, you know, we're kind of leaning towards that decision. And I was like, okay, at first I was definitely a little thrown off. I don't know what to expect because since kind of musical theater keeps you in this little box, Berkeley was like this huge creative pond that I had yet to explore. Hmm. Um, and so I got here and I was kind of confused. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do the whole performance route, which like is what everybody thinks when they get in. And then I started learning about music business. I took the intro music business course and I was like, wow, this sounds interesting. You know, I was kind of thinking about what skills I had gathered up by then. Um, and I was like, I, I would love to do this. I would love to learn how to put an act on stage and coordinate events and festivals and stuff like that. I love the, uh, that original mentality of, of why not? I feel like that could be a new slogan or something. Berkeley, why not? We'll, just, <laughs> we'll, we'll get that on some ads or something. I'm sure that'll be a big recruitment. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and speaking of that, kind of speaking of this growing interest in, in music business, um, you were part of the Berkeley Institute for Creative Entrepreneurship and also the Berkeley Popular Music Institute, um, yes. both, which are both housed in that uh, majors department. So starting with the Institute for Creative Entrepreneurship or Berkeley ICE, um, what did you find most interesting about that experience? Yeah, so I was originally introduced by Berkeley ICE because I saw these posters about uh, a student Silicon Valley trip and I was like, Silicon Valley? That, like, that's kind of crazy. Like, How do musicians fit into that scene? Um, sounds interesting. I'm not exactly set on what I want to do yet, so why not? I, I want to know what other careers I could have past music but still involving my skills within music um and so i went to the intro session i was super excited i sent him an application i was admitted and i went to california during winter break uh with a group of way older music business students that had everything set they knew what they wanted to do and i was the youngest one in the group i was so confused i got there and i met them all and i was like how did they pick me <laughs> um but it ended up being a really really great experience because all these kids had 
these different plans and these different options within the music industry that I had no idea were really available, you know, and the whole concept of entrepreneurship, I had really boxed it into strictly business, nothing to do with music. Um, and so being on the trip and visiting uh, companies like, you know, Google, venture capital film firms was really kind of eye opening as to how their presentations really spoke to me and related to what I wanted to do and inspired me to kind of figure out um, how I could use the skills that I was learning um, to a potential future career. That's great. And so it sounds like that kind of really widened your your thoughts about kind of what you can do with your your music education and stuff. And so how yeah. does that how did that translate into getting involved with uh, the Berkeley Popular Music Institute or BPMI? Absolutely. So after the trip or during the trip, you know, I had to sat down with many of the older semester students and I was like, oh, you know, how did you get into business? What exactly is this company that you're wanting to start up? And I was like, okay, I sat down and I kind of made a list of like all my skills and everything that I really enjoy doing and things that I've thought about but didn't really pursue because I didn't think they were possible. Um, and I kind of narrowed it down to anything related to event coordination and management was something that I'd be interested in. So actually, while I was tabling um, advertising for Berkeley Ice, uh, Jeff Apruzzi, which is part of the uh, BPMI, had messaged Nicole to see if we could co-advertise because he was trying to get students to sign up. And so I met him, at the, met him at the table that day and I was like, oh, how cool. Nicole told me about this program. And he's like, yeah, totally. Sign up. Apply. And I was like, wow, it seems like an incredible opportunity. Um, and so I applied. I did the internship. And first year class, I show up. And again, this huge group of students, everybody was really, really motivated and excited to be there. Um, and Jeff students came the entire curriculum and I was like this is crazy we're gonna have the opportunity to go to LA and be surrounded by you know all the main managers and booking agents um we're also gonna get to go to festivals um we get to you know put on a show we get to put on different panels different industry professionals I was like this is great this is exactly what the Berkeley experience should be that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I love I love um it seems like a, a kind of thread through your story is that you sort of just show up and apply for something. It's you know not that there's no thought going into it, but it's kind of like yeah, this appeals to me right away and kind of that charisma kind of is carried yeah. you into I that. I mean I think definitely because I moved around so much and I had to kind of readjust to many different situations. Um, I am always into new opportunities and meeting new people. I think there's definitely something to learn from everybody, whether, you know, it's the engineer or the music therapist or whatever it may be. There's something that can apply to your life in one way or another. So anytime I seek an opportunity to travel and, and to get to know and, and work with different people, I'm always for applying because there's definitely nothing to lose. Yeah, that's that's great. And so when you were with BPMI and, and working for the artist uh, Olivia Swan, you traveled to Montreal, which is, uh, you know, the site of the Oceaga Festival, which is kind of like a Canadian Lollapalooza and, you know, host people like Radiohead and Chance the Rapper, kind of all these massive acts. Um, what was yes. a What was a big takeaway from that? What was kind of the most exciting thing for you working with Olivia? I think definitely the most exciting part was getting to be backstage and see stand on the stage before the doors had even opened and, you know, go through the process of sound checking, of kind of seeing the first couple people show up um, and then just seeing the performance and all our work come to life. Um, and then sitting there and realizing how much more we could have done, you know, uh, it, it's one thing to like envision it in the classroom. And then you're sitting there with at a festival that has seven stages, um, with thousands of people attending and it's kind of surreal. 
Yeah, and I've I've heard the catering isn't too bad either. Oh, best catering, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> That's awesome. Incredible. Yeah. Um, back on campus, are there are there any particular faculty members that have that have made an impact, or classes, or just pieces that have have stuck with you over your education? Yeah, um, definitely. Jeff Canfield and Jeff Percy. The whole BPMI experience was really eye opening. Um, and as well as my private voice teacher, uh, Jamie Lynn Hart, um, who was just an incredible kind of mentor throughout my experience so far. Some, there are people that I, I knew I could go talk to about anything. If I was frustrated, they'd stop me and be like, why are you frustrated? Talk to me, you know, because hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to go about your day and, and, and sit down and try to do this assignment when you really can't give your full because your mind is flying all over the place because you're trying to think about the future and what you want. That's great. So, so what's next for you kind of thinking ahead and thinking of, you know, this semester in Spain and coming back in, in the spring to Boston? Um, what, what are you, what are you hoping for? And, and sort of what's next with this kind of this unique mix of uh, performance and, and business? Yeah, absolutely. So I chose to do the semester abroad because I was kind of a little bit overwhelmed with all the music business activities that I had been involving myself over the past two, three years. And I kind of left performance a little bit on the side, which is oddly enough because it was the reason I even you know, made it to the school anyways. Um, so I had heard that there were many performance opportunities here in Valencia. And I said, why not take a semester before you graduate, breathe, start writing music. Um, and kind of come in touch with that side of me again. Um, so that is the reason why I'm here today, uh, over here in Valencia. Um, and then looking forward, I'm starting to apply to internships, um, some in California, some in New York, and then hopefully through the help of, you know, teachers, uh, get some recommendations and figure out some more long-term positions at companies like Live Nation or CESA in Mexico, so on and so forth. Cool. And again, I noticed that that why not phrase, which really has seemed to serve you well. So I feel like that's a that's a nice a nice uh, thread way to end here. So, uh, well, thanks again for for being on the show, and uh, I, I'd love to go out with um, a live recording of you performing it at the Berkeley Singer Showcase uh, this past spring. Here's Paloma Mendez with her take on the '60s classic Mash Quinata by Jorge Benjor and made famous by Sergio Mendez. This episode was engineered by Tony Brown in partnership with The Burn. I'm Brian Paris, and this is Inside Berkeley.